Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon and welcome everyone. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. And I'm very pleased to have with me two guests. I have Fred Clark, the general manager, and Joni Maringoff, the head of marketing from the flower fields here in Carlsbad. Afternoon, guys. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for taking time and stopping by. They're already elbowing each other, so this is going to be an interesting, interesting interview here. So the flower fields. The flower fields are practically synonymous with Carlsbad. You know, they have such a long and rich history here in all of North County. And when I was on your website, it looks like Looks like they go back all the way to the 1920s. Yeah, the flower fields have been here for a long time. Originally, though, they were poinsettias. Ah. And then later, they transitioned into the ranunculus that you see today. The ones that we're familiar with today. There was all kinds of cool names from the past. Uh, Luther, George, Frank Frazee, Edwin Frazee, the Eckies. Of course, the Eckies are synonymous with the poinsettias. Tell us a little bit about the history of the flower fields. Well, you know, the, this part of town used to be the floriculture capital of, the, of America. That's awesome. And there was farmers. They grew gladiolas around here, ranunculus, all kinds of different flowers. There were big rose growers down here. And so as urbanization came in and so forth, those guys got displaced. Yeah. But the Eckies recognized the, the value of the poinsettias. And, the, and Paul Eckie Sr. wanted to preserve mm-hmm. really that floriculture history for this generation and future generations. And so they set aside that land to stay in agriculture in perpetuity, I think, is the the wording. And so the flower fields are going to be here for a long time. And, and they've, you know, it's just breathtaking if you've ever been there. I I was uh, reading, you know, how it, how it um, progressed. And it was saying that, I think it was Edwin Frazee, he would, like if a, if a certain, unique color popped up, he'd make sure and get seeds from it for the next year so then he can plant more of those. And, you know, just now this huge variety you have. Yeah. So Edwin played a huge role in the development of the ranunculus into the the cut flower that it is today. And he really selected and found the new color varieties. Normally in nature, ranunculus is white and red kind of colors. And so now there's 14 or 15 colors of ranunculus wow. that were all thanks to the work that, that he did. That's amazing. That's amazing. So today, how many acres are there of that, that comprise what we call the Carlsbad flower fields? Over 55 acres 55 of land. 55 acres. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. All right there, visible right from the freeway and uh, Palomar Airport Road and 55 acres. That's great. So Tell everybody uh, what your season will be from when to when and, and when the public can come and all that stuff. Well, we open on March 1st every okay. year and we close on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day. Okay. Right. So it's a limited season to it's get in the there. It's a limited it, season. It's the season, the Carlsbad season, right? And so everybody in Carlsbad should be able to tell what time of year it is yeah. because when they drive by and they see the flower fields in our American flag yeah. of flowers, they know it's spring. 
Yeah. yeah. It's the first sign of spring. When the flowers start to bloom, people know yeah. it's the first sign of spring. Yeah, it's Carlsbad's Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yes, for sure. And that American flag, which uh, in the past, I think you see it from Palomar Port Road, right? Is that yeah. still going to be the same this year? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And of course, tourists that come, well, not even just tourists, locals, tourists, anybody who comes, one of the biggest things they want to do is come and take pictures. So I know on your website, there's, there's like, of course, like an amateur who's with their family and they buy a ticket and they use their smartphone. That's easy. But if somebody's got a special event, a wedding or something else that they want to take pictures, how do they set that all up to get permission? And because there's a process. Mm-hmm. Well, so all they do is just contact me and um, they have to have insurance before mm-hmm. they can come out. And then they have two hours to come in and take beautiful pictures. So they have to, it, but the main thing is it's got to be prearranged. Yes, it has to be prearranged. They can't just show up on show a, up. a given day and just yes. buy a ticket and do their yes. wedding photos and all that kind of stuff. And but Brett, you know, a wonderful thing too is if you're local, yeah. and even if you're not local, if you live within 30, 45 minutes away, you can get a season pass. And you uh, literally could come every single day and you could walk among the beauty of the flower fields and take as many pictures as you want. You could come and bring your paint and you could set up an easel and you could paint and you have a view of the ocean and the flowers below you and it's magnificent you know i did not know that that you can get a season pass what a, that's a great idea especially like you said for the locals who want to take advantage of all march 1st to mother's day that whole span yeah mm-hmm. and there's a lot of interesting there's a lot of folks we have the the morning moms yeah. with their kids come and they show up every wednesday and a whole bunch of gals and their children we have like Joni was saying about the the watercolor artists, wow, we've seen some just fantastic art that occurs. And then you have the walkers. Mm-hmm. People come in the morning and walk, or in the afternoon, you get off of work, and we're open till 6. Yeah. And so you can get people show up about 5, and then they take that one-mile walk mm-hmm. around the perimeter of the flower fields. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That makes sense. And um, last year, you know, t- so last year, 2021, you know, we, we came off of, it was a, a post-COVID year, kind of. And so, if I remember correctly, um, to to get a ticket, you had to go online to purchase. You couldn't just walk up and pay, like, with a credit card or cash. You had to – everything had to be done online. Is that still the that's same? That's correct. And we're doing that again this doing year. Doing that again this yes. year. Okay. Yes. And that's important that people remember that. Yeah. And so, let's just get that web address out there right now. What is the website? So, it's just simply theflowerfields.com. And that'll take you there. Easy. easy to remember and yeah. easy enough to spell. We did. We, luckily, we didn't call it ranunculus.com. Oh, yeah. boy. You are Not easy to say and harder to spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Theflowerfields.com. Nice and easy. Okay, well, we've been talking with um, Fred Clark and Joni Maringoff. Maringoff. Yeah. I'm going to get it right. Um, from the Flower Fields here in Carlsbad. We're going to take a brief pause and we'll be right back talking about some of the great special events they have, field trips, and all kinds of other things. So you guys do events there throughout the time that, you know, you're open. And so share with us some stuff that's coming up 
this spring. Well, before I do that, yeah. um, let me tell you, Brett, we actually have weddings and events all year round. Right. We have an amazing barn that holds 200 people, a great outdoor seating area. Yes. Um, we have proms, homecomings, okay. um, all kind, team building, all kinds of events throughout the year. Um, during the season, can you imagine getting married among all those flowers? Oh, it's just absolutely beautiful. But we have all kinds of special events at the flower fields for yeah. everybody. We have Kids Day. Um, that's March 26th, and you can go online to see it. But we have National Yo-Yo Champions. <laughs> we have BMX people coming and doing all kinds of tricks. Um, wow. No, got- wait, wait, wait. Let's just pause there for a second. BMX tricks. So. Where does that take place, the BMX tricks? Well, it's going to be set up down in where we have our do our school program area. Okay. There's a large runway because the oh, guys on true. those bicycles need to get up to speed, speed yep. to hit the ramp. Yep. So they, when they're fly through the air, they can do their, okay. their, yeah, yeah, yeah. their I... tricks and stuff. And they have a big enough area to land. Land safely. And uh, yeah. so it's, it's, it should be really exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited for the... The events. Have you Last had, year have we you didn't had... have so many events because sure. of social distancing yeah. and all those concerns. So now, the so, someone let Joni out, and she <laughs> has booked some really fun things for us. So we have Canon photography coming. They come every year, so they'll teach you macro photography. Uh, they'll loan you a camera if you don't have one, and so that's really fun. That's April tenth. We've got um, all kinds of music. Um, you're going to see the Cool Rush Band. You're going to see the Bayou Brothers, Michelle Lundin. And my favorite and band, favorite. Yes. Sarah Petit. Okay. <laughs> She's amazing. And when is she coming? Uh, she is coming April 16th. All right. Since it's your favorite, we had to make sure and get the date out there. Yeah. And all of these events can be found on your website, I would assume? Yeah. Yes. And the best part about those events is they're all a free with paid admission. So with so, your admission ticket, that's included. Right. And Nothing I should extra. bring up, too, that we have some great food this year. Ah. So we've got um, the pizza trolley. Who have nice. pizza, you know, every day we have a picnic area. We've got strawberry shortcakes, strawberry shakes, mm-hmm. ice cream cones, kettle corn, all kinds of food that nice. is great to eat. Maybe not so healthy, but really tasty. Yes. So we're looking forward to that and we have picnic benches so and if you choose you can bring your own food in so it's affordable for families and we really welcome people coming and staying we also have um, girl scout days at the flower fields and the kids get a chance to earn patches Um, that's on saturdays and then we have yoga in the morning can you imagine coming in at 8 30 in the morning it's peaceful the crowds of people haven't come it's absolutely beautiful and then you're just doing yoga. It's a great way to start the day. And then we have some workshops, too. We have mosaic and floral workshops, and those are on different days. So there's a little bit of something for everybody at the fields. Yeah. Well, you had me at strawberry, so I'm, I'm in now because I'm all in for strawberries. Well, don't forget to mention the after-hours sunset oh, wine tasting. I forgot that oh. one. That's even the best. <laughs> sunset wine tasting with food, and that's on Friday nights. Oh, every Friday during the season? Every Friday night starting April 1st. Thanks for reminding me, Fred. Every Friday from April 1st till Mother's Day? Yep. So, and that's Sunset Wine Tasting. Yeah, I I work there, but I have my reservation already made. Nice, nice, (laughs) nice. And Fred, you want to talk about Mother's Day, because that's pretty neat. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day is always, you know, it's our last day, our official last day. Yep. Sometimes... The, uh, the the weather's such that we stay open a little longer, but it's really Mother's Day is the plan. Sure, sure. And uh, but we bring in the Ballet Folkloric 
group nice. from their Rancho Buena Vista High, high school. school. Yes. And these kids, they're highly rated in the in, in the state for yes. their quality of dance. I'm very and familiar they're, with them. They're, they're magnificent. It's the it's such a great way to end the seasons on a high note. Well, and the color of their um, attire, their dresses matches the beautiful floral color out there. I mean, that would be spectacular photos. Yeah. I can see it, it already. It, is, it really is. Oh, yeah. and we need to talk about the wagon rides. Yes, I was going to ask about that. So uh, you have cool tractor wagon things out there. Tell tell families about that. Yeah, so the wagon ride is, is really a fun way to get around the fields. It's a, fair, it's a fair piece to walk around the fields, and it is on the hillside overlooking the coast, and, and they are, it is uh, farm roads and dirt yeah. trails that you're walking on. And so the wagon ride is a great way to hop on that thing, drive around. There's a recorded history of the flower fields that you can learn about, and then you can get on and off through your trip. So you get a ride up to the, the top of the hill, you can look around, get all those great photos, nice. and then get a ride back. And that's also no cost? Uh, no, it's a modest uh, fee. Six dollars. Yeah. Six bucks oh, okay. for adults, gotcha. three for kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gotcha, wonderful. That's great. Now, I do have to throw in here, you haven't mentioned my favorite event that's gonna be there, and that is the Green Business Expo on <laughs> yes. April 20th. <laughs> so the Chamber will be hosting our Green Business Expo there at the Flower Fields once again. And um, it's great. We typically have about 30, maybe 35, I guess, vendors who are displaying their, you know, sustainable business products or practices. And then we usually have a decent number of electric cars that are there as well. And so people can go to our website, carlsbad.org, and get a ticket at a special price and come We'll also host our happy hour for the month of April in conjunction with that event there at your place. So should be a fun time, and uh, we really appreciate doing it there with you guys. It's been a couple of years now. Another thing that's very popular is the school field trips that come out. So why don't you share a little bit about that program? You know, Brett, um, the school program is near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I started it about 20 years ago, and mm-hmm. with the pandemic, it certainly was a challenge because sure. a lot of the schools couldn't come out. Yeah. And last year we did as much as we could and mm-hmm. trying to keep the kids safe and everybody healthy. Um, but this year we're just, I'm filled with joy because they have just announced that, for instance, Oceanside School District mm-hmm. is now going to allow field trips Excellent. and San Diego School District will. And so we have children that are coming from all over San Diego County sure. and Orange County. And we have a wonderful program. We teach composting with mm-hmm. worms. The kids get to hold the worms. We have pots and soil and sunflower seeds. And the kids learn about growing rhinoculus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have music and we sing songs like Dirt Made My Life. Lunch. Then we have an art project that the kids can take home. And, uh, and then the kids have a picnic lunch. They go on a wagon ride. They go through the sweepy maze, which is wonderful. And it's a full morning program. And so I'm just overjoyed that now we're going to have so many children. We usually average between four to 7,000 wow. a season. But it's a wonderful opportunity for the kids to learn about agriculture and um, I always feel that a dirty child is a happy child at the end of the day, and they all go home pretty dirty and pretty happy. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, when I was, uh, I grew up in North County, so I've been aware of the flower fields my whole life. And I always thought that the main uh, purpose was the seeds. But you guys, I mean, people can come and buy the flowers, right? Yeah. So back in the day, yeah. 
it was about the bulbs. Oh, the bulbs. And so they grew the plants and they sold the bulbs to people. Okay. But as time goes on and, you know, people are, it, the gardening isn't quite like it used to be. Sure. And so we discovered in the, in the 70s that ranunculus makes an excellent cut flower. Mm. It has a beautiful vase life, seven to 10 days. Oh, wow. And so it's, it's really a good cut flower. And so re, we are a cut flower farm. Okay. And so we're a farm in, right here in Carlsbad overlooking the Pacific Ocean. And our business is to cut flowers. And along with that, the show of those flowers is so spectacular yeah. that we want to share that with people and let them get up close and personal with it. And, and we are a working farm. And so yeah. you, when you go there, you're on a farm. And we're, so it's, it's unique. It's, it's a one-of-a-kind kind of place. I would say it's the only place yeah. in the world like it. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, obviously, I haven't traveled the whole world, but it, I it, definitely in our region, there's nothing like it. And so I would uh, not be surprised to know that it's the one-of-a-kind. So if somebody wanted to come, just they're on their way home from work, and they want to just get some flowers and bring them home. They just stop by the Armstrong Center and they can do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Armstrong will have yeah. flowers for sale and also uh, uh, the strawberry stand kind of out in the, yeah. in the front there. They all have flowers as well. Yeah, okay. And so, and, and that's just also that same season, March 1st to Mother's Day? Is it's that correct? It's just a brief yeah. season. It only lasts about 10 weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But during that time, they can come by the Armstrong Center and uh, buy some flowers or, of course, get it, you know, uh, come in and actually get a ticket to the to the fields and do it that way as well. The Armstrong Center itself, what else what else does it have to offer? What's what's great about it? Well, the garden center has got all the latest garden stuff that you need. Uh, they also sell ranunculus bulbs there too. Nice. So if you're more adventurous and you want to try nice. some bulbs out, yeah. they work well in our Mediterranean climate. Sure. They grow in the spring and interestingly in the summer is when the foliage dries back. And they're dormant. Okay. And so no water in the summer months. And then when the rains begin in the fall, that's when they start to sprout again, grow up, bloom. In the, and then by July, they're resting. They take a summer rest instead of a winter rest. Nice. But Armstrong also has um, flower field t-shirts and nice. all the other stuff, magnets and things that uh, tourists would like. Sure. Some, yeah. some swag. Yeah. Yeah. And along with everything else they've got, we, you know, there are partners there. They, uh, they, uh, and they've been good. Mm -hmm. They've been good. And so um, Joni mentioned that she's been there a long time. Fred, how long have you been working there at the flower fields? This is my 16th season. Okay. But I've worked for the, the Eki family. I used to grow poinsettias before oh, okay. I moved over to the, to the fields. I grew and did a lot of work with poinsettias for uh, 18 or 19 years. So you've been in this uh, this world for a long time, and before we were before we turned the the microphones on, um, Joni was saying how you get asked to come, I don't know, all over the country, all over the place to to share about growing. Yep. So. Well, let me tell you <laughs> that um, Fred actually hybridized, and I don't know if I'm using the right verb, but she came up with a black orchid. Oh, so wow. Fred, you need to, and then sold the rights to Tom Ford. So you tell the real story. Yeah. Well, so I've been growing my whole life. I've grown plants, and yeah. and I've always been interested in that. So at a young age, I uh, got interested in growing orchids. Okay. And so I've been growing orchids, and then I met a man who liked to breed orchids, mm. and so I started hybridizing orchids. Wow. And this that's been for 
40 years later now. And about 10 years ago, I came across a combination that led to the a black orchid flower. It was uh, wow. the myth of the black orchid was no longer because right in front of you was the black orchid. And interestingly, it was a new genetic combination. Wow. And so it's called a Fred Clark Aura nice. After Dark. And so I'll go down in the annals of, uh, of the orchid breeding history as uh, having a hybrid genus and the black orchid. That's and so it was, yeah, it was very successful and, and it's still, you know, being distributed and sold around the world today. Sure. Very cool. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And uh, is there anything I missed that we want to make sure and touch on for the upcoming season or uh, in general about the programs? Well, if you haven't been to the flower fields yeah. and, and you were listening to this, that means you're probably within driving distance, yeah. right, of the flower fields. You got, and you have, you have to come yes. because it's not what you think it is. You may have seen it from the side of the road and heard people talk about it, but when you're there and you're immersed in all that color and surrounded by that, it 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 has this profound effect on you yeah. and your day. It will, I guarantee, elevate your mood. Yeah. And you will leave there just feeling relieved of stress. You will have had an experience that that is hard to put into words. And uh, it's it's a special place. Bring a camera, yeah. take lots of pictures. You want to capture that memory while you're there. And uh, it's it's well worth it. And I would say that once you have come into the fields and you've mm-hmm. seen what we have to offer and yeah. you have that experience, you will want to come back right away. You'll yeah. want to buy that season pass. You'll want to bring your family back. You'll be shocked because you can't tell all the things that we have from the freeway. You can see the yeah. color, but when you're in there, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, for sure. Yep. 55 acres. I mean, that's it's astounding and there's so much to it. Well, and it's when's the last time you stood amongst 80 million flowers? <laughs> I mean, it is truly, it's truly a unique yeah. thing, you know. And, and for us, Joe, I know, Joe, and I, we were talking about it earlier today. You know, we feel so, you know, it's, it's such an honor, I guess you could say. It's such an honor to be part of bringing the flower fields for people to enjoy. It's, I mean... I think nowadays we almost live for that. We yeah. want to share it so much with people. And so it's truly a unique thing. And it is just as, I, that's my office, right? I look over yeah. the Pacific Ocean <laughs> and over millions of flowers. And I hope everybody has an opportunity to come and visit me in my office. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come and join us on our podcast. And, uh, Yeah, for any of you out there who haven't taken the opportunity, it's well worth it. So come, enjoy the season, and if you can't come any other time, come to our Green Business Expo. We'll be there, and you can enjoy them that way as well. So thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. 
It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.